Yes, yes, yes. So, as I sit here looking at the list of to-do things, as <laughs> at the list of things to do, you know, I'm realizing that ain't got time to really be, um, to go into a negative state of mind. I've already hammered off a bunch of tasks. I'm looking at the whiteboard. There's a bunch of things here that I've already eliminated. Now I have to leave. Just can't really work too much from home today. Gotta leave. Go to some. Uh, go to some kind of co-working spaces, some public spaces where I can work and do a bunch of uh, little adminish tasks. But um, you know, the gym. The gym helped boost the mood. And I'm sitting here making some lunch. And realizing that life is good regardless of regardless of the bullshit. I forgot to, I forgot to download OBS, so I'm gonna go do that too. Um, I'm now realizing I gotta jump full in into my mental health stream because I think this can provide value. I almost kinda was on the verge of ending things yesterday. And now today it's a little bit of a different. I'm still staying off of Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm staying off of those. Well, actually, I got hit up on Instagram earlier, so I responded to that DM, but I didn't really explore that world. And I think social media breaks, even though your whole, for me at least, my whole sort of work involves being on the net, those parallel universes of social media can be avoided. Um, I'm in my own thoughts, I'm in my own mind, and that's all that matters. And I don't regret missing that social gathering. I think that's another thing too. In the same way that social networks sometimes need to be limited in their interaction. I also think that you even have to kind of limit sometimes, if you're an introvert or somebody who, who needs to be more alone, you don't want to throw yourself too, too, too gung-holy <laughs> into, some, into something into a social gathering. So um, I'll be seeing them people on Sunday. For now, I'm just gonna hammer away at the things I need to do for myself. This is about self. Sounds selfish, but it's about self. Anyway, peace. And also for those of us who maybe were more inclined to have super super highs of optimism combined with lows of quote-unquote melancholy. For me, I'm just going to straight up ride the wave, meaning there will be an inevitable bout of melancholy somewhere down the road.
but I ain't stressing that now. The important thing is to ride, ride the wave as it comes because you don't know, you don't want to fall into a slump. And if that slump comes, whatever, ride that out too. It's all about riding the various emotions, the various thoughts, but making sure not to get too, too, too. Don't let that shit get too out of hand as yesterday could have. Um, but I'm, we're back on point, we're back on track and we're, we're about to, we're about to um, conquer the world, seize the day, so to speak, while the joie de vie, quote-unquote joie de vie, is in full motion. Enjoy the rest of y'all Monday. Oh yeah, this is <laughs> Monday motivation. This is what happens when you don't go on Twitter. Those hashtags don't really, don't really <laughs> become part of your reality. But yeah, there's a motivation Monday thing. Fuck, maybe that's it. Maybe I just like Mondays, I don't know. Anyway, peace. Follow-up test, one, two, one, two. Follow-up test. So I was just re-listening to that last kind of long segment there and um, it got me thinking about, this is kind of tying back to that imposter syndrome. Um, when I was talking about how I've never thought about myself, about myself in artist terms, and maybe that's not totally accurate, I've definitely seen myself as like, <clears throat> at times a music producer, at times a DJ. But I think artist is more of a um, all-encompassing kind of a thing. Because I do express, I express myself in multiple ways. Right now I'm super, and it, it's weird. Even though I know people don't necessarily, maybe people don't necessarily have time to be watching all my videos. Um, for a good stretch of time there for like what quite a while I was I don't know a year or whatever it was kind of more about the videos than I was about actually um, the sound and the audio which is now like I'm kind of returning to those roots now with the Rants cast um, it's just so much more like now that I'm like fully in the swing of it, it's like, why did I ever stop doing this shit? Well, and I think anybody out there listening to this can relate, can, can relate. You do a passion, you do something that you love for a while, you burn out, life gets in the way, you forget about it. You don't even think about it really. Maybe even you, you grow to hate it. Maybe you grow to have a distaste for it. And then, um, but then for whatever reason, you stumble back into it. I think I'm lucky that I, and I also think too that it's good that I spent a lot of, it's good that I 
dropped the, the traditional FM radio format for the various reasons that I stopped, which I still haven't really got into. Maybe I have. <laughs> anyway, and by mean that maybe I have, maybe in like a dozen episodes back. But I think, um, I think kind of abruptly stopping FM radio, which is a, which it's not dead, but I mean, it definitely it ain't as valuable as it was. And now having, now really being like, oh, Periscope, oh, IG Live, oh. I'm thinking, I think Twitch is my thing now. I, even though I barely streamed, but that's eh, not true. I don't have, there's some people out there streaming daily. I, this reminds me tomorrow, I gotta clear some shit off of this laptop and then jump all in into Twitch with OBS. I said that today. Today didn't happen. Other shit happened today, which is good. Things that weren't really escapism happened today, which, you know, I can't, you can't, the concept of tackling every single task at once, as much as I want to be gung-ho like that, ain't gonna happen for me mentally yet. And this also kind of, when you kind of become more, when you, like you realize how you are as a person, you realize your challenges, you realize kind of how you're hardwired. You want to improve on yourself, but you also don't want to like pretend that you're like, let me put it this way. I would love I'm someone I can live off of a little, you know, I can live off of minimal things. I don't need the world. I don't need so many riches. I don't need so many different kinds of things. I just need to survive, right? Food, shelter, protection. I can eat minimal food. I don't really vary my diet much, even though I have a variety of tastes and I can, you know, international food tastes and so on. But for me, living alone, I don't need that much, you know? Rent, you know, housing-wise, I don't need that much. Um, so I guess what I'm, where I'm going with this is, I just need to find out how I can, I just need to maintain my lifestyle now so that if anything else comes from it, I'm not gonna be going over the top like, yo, I hit the sweepstakes. Or you'll hit the jackpot, if that makes any sense. I don't know. I don't need a lot. Now, obviously, thinking about family shit down the road. I guess this is just also, this is kind of why online dating is. Ah, boy. I'll be back. Yeah, I think I kind of lost my train of thought there. Um, 
What was I trying to get at there? I don't really... Yeah, 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 family, yeah. So down the road, okay, yeah. So this is why online dating is, is, and yeah, it's kind of oversaturated with the amount of people. Like POF is kind of, oh man, there's so many stories from POF too. Wow. Anyway, so POF. So yes, POF is kind of shit right now. I went on after like a few years of not messing around with it. Tinder too. And there is so, it's I think like, it's a buyer's market, right? Uh, I've gone on some dates and shit, but nothing that really resonated. And I've been in contact with some ladies on there and nothing that like, hasn't mattered to much recently. I will admit though, I, I'm plenty of fish. I was prolific at one point. Like, and that was at my lowest too. I think when you're at your lowest, you have nothing to lose, so you don't really care. So there's like a more of a coming off as a desperado kind of a vibe, cowboyish, more aggressive in the approach, more cowboyish. But anyway, so um, yeah, the online dating you can get real specific with like the sort of person that matches. It's like those tests that they have on there. It's like, maybe they're bullshit, but at the very least, if you know that you want to be a traveler, you are an artsy person, you have this like minimalist kind of way of being. If you connect with someone similar, you're not gonna have that many problems down the road, right? Now, if you want, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you're, and maybe opposition tracked, maybe I'm kind of like over analyzing this shit, but I think the the way dating worked conventionally, maybe it's backfiring a lot, and maybe these new ways of meeting people are the thing that really get people closer together. Like Mash.com, like I've known people who've been really successful with Mash.com and have been in long relationships because of it. Yeah, so for me, for like kind of mentally where, I, where I'm understanding myself more, It's like someone who I, whoever I meet has to match that kind of like philosophy. Now going back to, going back to, um, you know, the arts. Um, defining yourself as an artist. It's kind of like that imposter syndrome thing. The thing is, when I was reading, when I was reading this, when I was doing this applicant profile, it was kind of like I met, I met all the requirements, right? So it was like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, you know, when you're doing, I guess the, the the distinction between professional and amateur is the pay, and I've been paid at various points for what I'm doing, for what I, I've done, in various capacities. Um, so. You know, it's interesting, always in your head, wanting to, almost wanting to tell yourself you're an imposter, I don't know. I think it's because when you tell yourself that, that gives you a mental kind of out. It allows you to say to yourself, okay, well, I'm not gonna pursue this thing because I'm not even really qualified. It's no different than a normal, like, normal J-O-B where you're like, oh, 
I'm not qualified. And in those cases, yeah, you're not free. If you're not a doctor, you're not a doctor. You know what I mean? Many things you can wing, probably. Engineer, doctor, lawyer, maybe. Yeah, lawyer, you can't wing certain things. So, and it's not like you're winging the arts, too, but I think that, um, like, when I walked into that open house, that info session, and there was, like, so many of these, like, you can tell, like, these super established artists. It didn't seem like a judgmental crowd at all. Didn't seem like a old guard, old establishment kind of crowd. But I wasn't like I get like I was saying in one of these other rants. Like it was interesting, like the, kind of the sentiment towards: Are we going to be pressured to really come come through with like some tech, some tech anchored, tech dominant form of art? And is that art the people that come with that kind of an art? Are they going to get? Are they going to be looked at more favorably than like the traditional artists? And I don't know. I think me going in there with like totally fresh kind of like eyes, maybe that's an advantage. Maybe like I don't want to be working on it. Like I get, I was told when I had my little one-on-one session to like go in there thinking they're going to get it, which is true. Um. But I also don't want it to be like, for whatever reason, they're like, you know what? This guy, we're not gonna do, we're not gonna let him go through. He ain't getting no grant. And then he's like, you don't want this defeatist kind of a thing. So I'm glad that I'm being forced to ask. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm being forced to answer questions here. I'm gonna take a little break and then I'm going to try and pull up, I'll airdrop the document to my phone and then read it off my phone into the camera and into the mic. Tuesday morning, uh, been up since five, cranked out three sets of 20 push-ups, so I'm at 60, going to do two more sets of 20, going to go to the gym, jump rope, and deadlift, um, kickstart the day with a proper kind of workout, um, and then kill off some more of these applications. I just finished off, in between sets of push-ups, I finished off some paperwork which I should have done weeks and weeks ago, but, you know, analysis paralysis and letting things slip. You can probably hear the paper there. I'm just looking at it now. It's got to photocopy some shit in there. And then I'm good to go. Uh, today, I work more on that application. I've actually got multiple applications now. Uh, I also... finishing off some more video for this non-profit 
client. Um, I don't want to, I'm so t I'm tempted to sort of link the name of the organization and the video itself. Maybe I'll do some like work in progress kind of shit, some videos, but um, I'll link them somewhere in the, within the rant cast, but I do want to keep as much as possible certain elements, certain over, over, certain worlds within my life, certain realms, I want to prevent them from overlapping. Um, I was talking about risk in an earlier segment. Um, sometimes the environment within which, within which one dwells, within which one lives. Sometimes risks, it's good to take those risks, but also somewhat mindful of them backfiring and then having almost too much attention on me. This is very strange to say considering that like in some cases I'm really putting stuff out there but um, I do believe that for as long as possible if I can kind of keep the worlds separate um, I can sort of act more freely. This is when, like, when I had my, my other radio show I, I, I tended to put it out there a bit more. Hold on, coffee time. So I put my show out there a bit more. There were eyes on me, so to speak. But a lot, some of those eyes were actually people from real life who maybe didn't necessarily get the content. And I wasn't even, see, even at that, see, at that, see, this is the thing. At that point, I wasn't really spilling the real details of hardship or struggle or anything, and yet I had eyes on me then. Now, ah, you know, I promote it a bit more now, but at the same time, people from my past history have no clue of this particular uh, series of rants, the Rantcast. And uh, I'm trying to keep this going as long as possible. I'm trying to, I'm trying to avoid any sort of I don't really need those texts or calls. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on in the show of yours? Um, this, this, again, this go around is more like a personal thing. But um, we're gonna start off, let's see. Let's start off the day with some educational. Even though this is gonna be the third segment. Let's start off with something educational. Because Here we go. Yeah, because, you know, start off the mornings with something that feeds the mind. Here, this is also from that book, uh, Miseducation for the Black Race. I just opened up a section here. It's called A Word of Encouragement. And then we're going to read. I'm reading this almost in like that memento kind of style filming where it's like, you start from the end and then you, you know, <laughs> you jump around in the narrative. Anyway, here, a word of encouragement. Black studies must never be seen so much as a competitive or alternative system of education as of a means of reforming racist education with a view to making it less propagandistic, more truthful in its reflection of non-European peoples, more functionally relevant to both white and black races, and more intelligent and respectable. To say the least, 
Such objectives are profoundly fundamental and revolutionary. Therefore, like all revolutionary movements, black studies will evoke Sorry, black studies will evoke strong criticism and opposition from diverse quarters, including those to which such studies must be immediately relevant and advantageous. There can be very few things, if any, more pitiful than a quote-unquote educated black man who is ignorant about what he should be most knowledgeable of, namely himself and his history. Not to know is bad enough, but not to want to know is worse. Every black man and woman must know the history of black people. In that knowledge lies the beginning of the freedom of black people. Opposition to black studies must be expected. In fact, those involved in it should be worried if they did not encounter opposition. Opposition in this case indicates that one, one is doing the right thing. This does not mean that anything is wrong with the black studies themselves. What is wrong is this. Black studies, as earlier said, was born out of back black public pressure, which was taken up by university students who demanded the curricular changes which black studies programs were designed to meet. Once such programs came into existence, the public pressure died away, not because of the birth of black studies, but because of a combination of factors affecting those who led the public pressures. The result was that black studies not only lost the vocal political base, public pressure, which had initiated the movement, but now came to exist in university atmosphere in the university atmosphere of administrative and faculty hostility against which such programs must struggle. Fortunately, it is a worthwhile struggle because it is directed towards making the world a better place for all to live in. Hmm. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> Thus, a distinction must be made between university faculty and administrative opposition and the resulting struggle for existence and growth on one hand and the soundness of the programs themselves on the other hand. The evidence is clear. Considering the massive propaganda and direct hostility towards them, that black studies would either have been obliterated from the scene of academia or be whittled down to nothingness. The fact is that the strength and weaknesses of the programs basically depend upon the way that they were first set up. The strength of any black community and its relationship with its university as well as the quality of the director of the program. Black studies are here to, to stay. The inroads already made, even if slight, are irreversible. Black consciousness and pride, the frequent crossings and recrossings of black leaders and students between Africa and America as well as the Caribbean, the rising tide of Afrocentric literature, the great momentum of Pan-Africanism as a movement in philosophy, and the very existence of the programs themselves, all combined to produce an effect that has struck a clear rift through the stout bastions of racism. It is not surprising, therefore, that the importance of Africa on the international scene is ever increasing, and that, while at the same time people are beginning to talk of the second reconstruction here in America, the Caribbean is becoming slowly but surely a recognizable international African power cell. One second coffee. public pressure which led to the birth of black studies was a part of the black movement on the international scene. 
It represents black America's response to colonialism, which happens to be domestic in this case. The movement of the black movement is undoubtedly on the increase. The independence of Guinea, Bissau, and that impending over Angola and Mozambique marked the complete expulsion of Portugal from Africa and the success of the African liberation movement. Since Portugal has been stoutly supported by the forces of NATO in their colonial wars in Africa, the expulsion of Portugal from Africa tells us something about the relationship between Africa and the NATO countries. It tells that the basis of white supremacy towards the peoples of Africa is baseless and illusory. It tells that a sensible relationship between both sets of people should be based on international inter inter interdependence. It tells that a new day has passed the hours of dawn. South Africa was voted for expulsion from the United Nations by, 20, by the 29th General Assembly. The move was not supported by the capitalist nations of the Security Council. She was then immediately expelled from the assembly for the rest of the session. For her colonial policy in Africa, my delivery there was kind of off, let me say that again. She, she was then immediately expelled from the assembly for the rest of the session for her colonial policy in Africa. The same session of the assembly recognized the Palestinian Liberation Organization as representative of the Palestinian, Palestinian Arabs. All these indicate the future until the black movement dies. A matter of impossibility. It is idle to talk of black studies as unsuccessful. Black studies represent the intellectual wing of the black movement. Since that movement has gone past the point of containment, it must be admitted that black studies are a permanent aspect of the educational system. Black, this book is falling apart. Black studies, in fact, every time I turn the page, it rips out. In fact, an instrument for tr training for the future leaders of the black world and, of course, those whites who would like to work with them in making the world a better place for all to live in. Black studies did not come into existence to replace white or European studies. So long as America and Europe are dependent on the black race for non-commercial, non-military, industrial culture, as well as raw materials, and so long as the black race continues to move towards greater political and economic independence, America and Europe will have to deal with that race and do so with increasing enlightenment. This is a clear and inc incontrovertible fact. In the need for that enlightenment, which must underlie the product, productive relationship that the white race must ma maintain with the black race, lies the auspiciously bright future that is the prerogative, if one may say so, of black studies, which constitute one more stage in the inexorable and evolutionary process from slavery and colonialism to first political, then to mental or psychological, and <laughs> some real run-on sentence, and finally, to full economic independence. When that process is complete, racism would have seen its end and an era of international interdependence, characterized by fair international trade practices, would have dawned upon us all. <laughs>